0: This episode is brought to you by TriStar Trust Bank.
1: I've seen a lot of people have never, you know, thought of picking up a paintbrush before, turning to art and music and creativity, and um, that's really what's getting them through this hard time, which is really exciting to see, actually.
0: Welcome to the Saginaw Art Museum podcast. COVID-19 pandemic is altering the usual routines of people around the globe and around the block. As practices of social distancing and self-quarantine are implemented, artists are finding new ways to adapt to the changing landscape. In this series, Art at Home, we will have conversations with artists creative-minded individuals to understand the way these unusual times are impacting lives. Elise Noble describes the lessons and challenges of maintaining a community and connection for adults with a variety of abilities through the Art Shop program at Creative 360 in Midland, Michigan. As an artist herself, Noble also gives insight into some of the projects she is working on to stay creative during these unusual times. This interview was recorded May 13th, 2020. Elise Noble, uh, you are an artist uh, in your own right, but you also work at uh, Creative 360, which is an art workshop and gallery space in Midland, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And you are the art shop coordinator there. So for our listeners, tell us a little bit about um, what uh, the Art Shop program is, and uh, maybe just to touch on what Creative 360
1: is. Um, Creative 360 is a studio and gallery in Midland, as was mentioned, and they offer a variety of arts and wellness classes uh, to the public, as well as concerts, uh, plays, events, or really anything revolving around creativity from... Performance and traditional fine art to also doing things like yoga and dance, cooking classes. So anything having to do around um, creativity and expressing yourself. And the Express Yourself Art Shop program is um, newer to Creative 360. And it's a program that was started now, well, I think about six years ago. Um, and it's geared towards Adult Right now, adults, primarily because of when we host the classes, um, kids would be in school, but it's supposed to be an inclusive program that's comfortable for adults of all abilities. So it's primarily geared towards being a comfortable environment for adults with disabilities, be that um, physical, intellectual, or psychological, but we really enjoy having a mix of all different abilities and backgrounds in the class. So the classes are open to everyone. And we do get a lot of this general public, especially in our evening workshops that come just to hang out and have fun. And it's really cool to see all different people getting along and creating together.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a, a very much a, a community oriented kind of program that meets the needs uh, of the community there with sort of the stay at home orders um, you know, with these stay at home orders, how has that community changed? What ways are you finding that might work to stay connected with the people that you've been serving?
1: Um, what we've been doing is a lot of virtual lessons and tutorials that we've been, sh- um, sharing through our YouTube account. So a lot of our art shop teachers have been still working from home and making free videos so that, um, For students that are at home and um, have maybe lost that connection to an arts community, they can still have access to that. Um, A lot of our art shop students maybe don't necessarily use smartphones or have a laptop, but um, a lot of them do have either um, home health aides that work with them or family members, whoever their caretaker is. Um, We're making sure that we get that information out there so that they can share our videos with the students. So it's a lot of um, virtual sort of bringing arts to them that way through the internet. And then also um, we've been doing some virtual art shows. Um, We have another one coming up actually on the 20th from 6 to 7.30 that will be a live stream. It's our second one. And we're showing art from... Not only our students that um, we have in the Creative 360 building that I went and picked up and have brought to my home, but also um, I've done safe pickups from some of the other art shop instructors. Um, There's a lot of disappointment because we had all these um, art fairs and events planned that now have gotten canceled, obviously. So it's a way to still be able to show off the students art and let them have that time in the spotlight, but in a way that's workable for the situation right now.
0: Yeah, you know, we've talked about on this particular podcast, the way that art is used as a way of caring for people. And in a very real sense, it sounds like you were doing that with Art Shop, and you've continued to do that just in a different different format, but with a Mm -hmm. similar vision and mission in mind. Um, Tell me a, a little bit more about some of the barriers that have come up to creating the content that you want to present to people as well as some of the, the rewarding aspects of, of working in a different way.
1: Yeah. Um, one of the main things that has been a barrier is just, um, you know, everyone has different comfort levels with technologies, just getting everyone on the same page with that and, um, uh, having to adjust, you know, with, doing videos, some ways you might teach normally don't show up well in the video. Um, And, you know, you're working with so many different things with sound and lighting. And um, I really admire our art shop instructors for kind of jumping to the challenge with this because a lot of them had never done any video stuff before. So it's all new to them. Um, And there is a bit of a learning curve with that. So um, I really admire just their tenacity to get into this and make it happen still, even with zero experience doing videos or this kind of virtual instruction. Um, I think one of the positives to this though is that um, you know a lot of our art shop students um, depending on their disability or health issues they may have um, some of our students you know they do miss a lot of class or you know sometimes even you know, if it's a certain type of weather, weather's a little more bad. And if they use mobility aids and it's harder for them to get out of their house, or if they have immunity issues and, you know, when it's winter, it's really, you know, or flu season, it's really, they can't go out a lot. So a lot of our students actually have the same difficulties with being able to leave their house that we're all facing right now. And so Learning how to do this virtually, that's going to help us in the future so that for those that um, maybe can only come to a class every so often, but still want to participate, we'll have a way to still get the art instruction to them. And even with the virtual show that I mentioned earlier, um, with Creative 360, we have so much going on and limited space. So this is a way where we could have multiple things going on at once. So if there's an event or concert there, but we still want to have an art fair doing it virtually allows us to really maximize our space. So we're learning a lot of different techniques that um, we could definitely use even after the lockdown is lifted.
0: Yeah, that that interesting relationship between some of the offline community and online community uh, seems to be working working well. I think that one thing that I've noticed since the stay-at-home orders have been implemented and quarantine have been implemented is the wealth of resources that are available. Um, but in your case, it sounds like having that relationship prior to um, this change in circumstance really has given your um, your students a place to go that's centralized versus having to go and make things up on their their own, or gather bits and pieces to find these art projects.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, and I've seen not even just with our students, but even just um, friends and acquaintances in my life. Some of them that have never done art before. Um, being creative is really getting them through this quarantine because um, it is hard. And even if you're someone that's still able to work, just working from home or if you're an essential worker, um, it's still, you still end up with a lot more downtime because you can't go anywhere. You can't see your friends and family or just with the people you live with. So it is taking a toll on a lot of people and they have a lot of time to fill. Um, and it's like, oh man, what do I do? And especially when, you know, the world environment's kind of stressful. The last thing you want is to just be sitting there with nothing to do, stuck with your <laughs> thoughts, which can op- often be very anxious in a time like this. So, I've seen a lot of people have never, you know, thought of picking up a paintbrush before turning to art and music and creativity. And um, that's really what's getting them through this hard time, which is really exciting to see, actually.
0: Just turning a little bit here. uh, How have you seen your own creativity maybe change or evolve during uh, this period? i mean you're working right now and you have that purpose have you found similar direction or purpose in your own art that you're making
1: i have what's nice is i find that i do have a lot more time now to work on projects that i've you know been thinking about doing forever but never got around to um i've been working on a lot of watercolor paintings lately um which is something I didn't have time to before with a lot more detail. I'm right now I'm working on a painting of a Venetian mask, like um, carnival type costumes. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, I always wanted to do a graphic novel, actually. Um, That's one of those things that's been in the back of my mind since way back in college, never got around to it. So I've had the chance to start doing that. My first um, couple I want to do, um, just some really small ones based on the um, Hans Christian Andersen old fairy tales. Um, so that's something I'm working on. So it's been great to finally get to all those kind of extra projects and creative pursuits that I always wanted to devote time to, but was kind of torn in a million different directions. So I've had a lot more time to refocus. It's great.
0: Yeah, I know for my, myself, a lot of times I use, well, I don't have time as, as an excuse to put things mm-hmm. off. And there's certain be, certainly been, um, a reduction in that barrier. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the excuses using that excuse won't work. I'll have to either think of <laughs> it, think of a new one. Um, but how do you feel like, uh, you know, you see your creativity and, and your work process continuing to change as we move into the future. Do you feel like some of the lessons that, um, and, and direction that you've started to go on, do you feel like that's something that you'll be able to sustain?
1: Definitely. i um, something I certainly have learned from this quarantine that is a good takeaway is, um, the fact that especially I think with everyone, but with, um, creative people too, um, just starting so many things and kind of over committing. So I've learned from this with everything kind of shutting down and being taken away that I was really um, by over committing even to fun, creative things I wanted to do. I was really impeding my own progress because I was starting so many things that I nothing was getting finished or I was causing myself so much stress by over committing to different projects that, I wasn't able to really focus and enjoy what I was doing, which actually makes any work go way slower. So something I've learned definitely from this I'm going to take into the future is just the importance of creating margin. Um, And even when art and creativity is a major driving point in your life, of course, too, you still want to make time for friends and family and important relationships in your life. So just um, I've learned a lot about kind of striking that balance over this downtime. Yeah,
0: and it's it's not a, always an easy balance to strike. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this disruption, I like the word that you used, margins. Uh, I think that that's an interesting way of thinking about how to use time or plan time and limit maybe the scope of a creative adventure, but mm-hmm. not necessarily um, cease to do it or or mm-hmm. become limited in that pursuit. Um, sort of in closing here, uh, can you describe uh, some things that you're looking forward to most uh, once there is some movement toward uh, being able to gather uh, again, or in some capacity, um, you know, as I've talked to uh, others, I don't know that that will happen quickly. Um but but that element of hope uh for the future i think is is uh something that helps keep us going uh, so oh, how definitely. Would, how would you describe some things that you're you're really looking forward to?
1: um looking forward to in the future um the major thing that comes to my mind is definitely seeing our students in person again with art shop um we really become like one big family a um we get some different students each semester, but the main core group is usually the same group of people that come join us semester after semester. And so it really is in a way like not seeing major family members when we don't get to see them in person anymore or talk to them really a lot. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing our students again and going back to in-person teaching um, and just having that community aspect, just um, where you're able to interact without a screen between you. That's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Yeah.
0: Well, Elise, I wish you all the best. And thank you again for joining us and sharing your insights. um, And I look forward to uh, connecting in person sometime soon and continuing to follow uh, the work that you're doing there at Creative360 and uh, also with your own personal projects. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Saginaw Art Museum podcast. You can stay connected with the museum through our website and social media channels. We invite you to become a subscriber of this podcast or become a monthly contributor to the show to help us carry out our
1: mission of providing art for all.